0: Good afternoon, it is Clarissa Montero and It's time for coffee with Ben Flint, CEO of Vula. Am I getting it right now? Perfect. Okay, we had to practice. We were saying it wrong earlier, so please forgive us. <laughs> now, Vula is a global platform transforming the film and TV content ecosystem. That's what it says on my sheet. But what does that really actually mean?
1: Okay, well, I mean, taking a, a big picture, a big helicopter view of the TV and film industry, it's first of all, it's huge, mm-hmm. as you might imagine. Yes. Um, there's, uh, yeah, according to various very uh, empirical reports, there's about $300 billion worth of uh, transactions between the people who make the content that we all see on our TV shows or mm-hmm. on our uh, wonderful uh, online platforms uh, and the, um, those, those platform owners that need to entertain us. Right, um, But the way that the industry has been going about the way that it acquires that content mm-hmm. hasn't really changed in, oh, well, uh, probably since uh, the day the first soap operas came out and black and white TV and uh, it just hasn't changed. It's a very old-fashioned antiquated system. But it
0: wasn't going to change because it was very lucrative for the people who bought the content
1: Absolutely. I mean, the, uh, the broadcasters have been having a wonderful time with yep. uh, huge fat margins. And, uh, you know, now there are these wonderful things called uh, OTTs or over-the-top uh, platforms, and we know those better as things like Netflix or mm-hmm. uh, a Rugby Pass, uh, web- websites that's uh, very specific content over the top of uh, traditional set-top boxes online, mm-hmm. um, that have started to make the traditional broadcaster's life a little bit more uncomfortable.
0: Disrupting it somewhat.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the, you know, their, their margins are being hurt there because the audiences are moving to different channels, different sure. ways of consuming people, you know, you could jump on the MRT and everybody's watching a Korean drama. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're watching mm-hmm. it on the move on their on their devices. And so uh, as a result of that, the traditional broadcasters, are they're hurting. And they're, we, what we're trying to do as a business is to uh, take um, the cost of transaction, the way that these broadcasters get the pictures from the rights owners, right? Uh, we're trying to take the cost away from that. We're trying to take the the, the time lag the, uh, away from it as well because it takes a long time and you know the way that they do it nowadays is the broadcasters will go to a big trade show like an um, Asia TV Forum or mm-hmm. a, uh, these wonderful shows called MIP or MIPCon in the south of France where it's beautiful and warm and everyone drinks lots of rosé and mm-hmm. they have a really good time but it's really expensive to fly the executives there and pay for you know tens of thousands of dollars. While of, they
0: ponder over what to buy next.
1: Yeah, exactly and they uh, my phrase if you if you know the the English body um, comedian they benny hill around these conferences you know on 20 minute um, meetings and they don't necessarily transact there but you know it's almost like a necessary evil of the way to trade now is to go to a trade show and and pay for yeah, lots of expensive booths and fly lots of executives there but you know the their you know technology is now here and it is what we're creating under viewer is is a, an online marketplace a bit like how you know Airbnb has disrupted the the room booking industry and how you know travel agencies are being disrupted by the Expedias of the world and mm-hmm. the TripAdvisor's and what mm-hmm. their, their information that they can provide.
0: Okay, so you are a disruptor mm. and you are a facilitator. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I, th- I mean, we everyone uses the word disruption. And yeah. yes, we are in, in some ways. But I think really, we're, you know, we're all, we, lo- we love efficiency. Mm-hmm. And so do the CFOs of all these, and the CEOs for that matter, of all these uh, broadcasters. You know, they, they want to be able to run their businesses as effectively as possible. The-
0: well, you're not going to make any friends with program directors who want to go drink a lot of rosé on the <laughs> south of France.
1: Well, maybe we should have rosé as incentives on the platform, but we're going to be incentivizing in other. <laughs> Uh, shapes and forms. And, and that's through the tokens that we're going to be creating as a cryptocurrency within within our platform. But okay. maybe we come on to that later. Because the for me we're not going to stop and um, these huge trade shows from taking place mm. they are they are clearly necessary because uh, chemistry needs to be developed between people to, to, to buy but uh, and certainly when we're talking about big ticket items big content um, yeah such as you know lots of well, I've just come from a sports rights trade show called Sportel here in mm-hmm. Singapore and you know sometimes it's incredibly necessary for two people to look face to face and look them each other in the eye as they're negotiating over uh, the rights that they are buying and selling from one another. So there'll still be definitely a place for that. But in the months in between these shows, um, we play a very necessary role in a, just a way for people to be able to discover each other, connect, and then start to negotiate and transact.
0: Okay, we'll talk about that cryptocurrency aspect of it later. My mm. question is, how does this benefit local filmmakers, local TV content, producers, mm-hmm. the talents themselves?
1: Sure. So uh, very kindly uh, and with a little bit of, um, but not persuasion, but we got on the front foot with the, the IMDA here in Singapore mm-hmm. and we said, this is what we're doing. Um, it's media technology related uh, and quite firmly in the content space as well. And so the IMDA have uh, started to lean on us to create a, uh, a blockchain related community for the content industry here in singapore Mm -hmm. so we're we're going to be a totally agnostic platform that works for the big guys just as much as the local very domestic players whether it's here in singapore or in any other country in the world as we as we expand Um, But essentially what it does for the Singapore content community is uh, it connects them to the rest of the world. The producers of content here, um, you know, much as we have that in our mantra as well, we want to unlock as much value from the content that they pour their blood, sweat and tears into. Uh, We want to get as much value for that. And if that means that they can use A global marketplace to sell their content across borders outside of Singapore to an audience that they probably haven't tapped into yet. Maybe they have because there's other trade shows. There's another one in Hong Kong next week, for example. Um, But we're enabling them to do that sitting behind their office desk here in Singapore. They're able to list their content for free. Um, They will not be charged a penny, a dollar, a cent until um, the transaction goes ahead. We we will only charge on, on transaction and on, on success. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's less costs associated with flights, paying for carpentry, for booths. They can do it very efficiently from the from their bedroom if they really wanted to. Um, so it drives down their costs. Uh, we'll give them more and more tools that enable them to do that job easier and faster. So we have the marketplace layer where the transactions take place, and a bit of boring tech here. But and I'm not the tech guy in the team, but um, I'll v- say that very quickly. Um, we're bringing some metadata over from the US, and metadata is data about the data. So when it comes to say a TV show or you know a radio show li- show like we're on here today, mm-hmm. is the, in TV land it's a bit easier. It's the stuff that pops up on your electronic program guide when you press guide on the remote control. Right. You know this show. Is a drama. It does star Tom Cruise, right. uh, and it is called Mission Impossible. Two hundred and five, or whichever version they're on at the moment. Um, I love the, the geriatric pre so. movie. I like the movies. I, like I the love mo- the movies. Yeah. They
0: they suspend all belief, <laughs> and hopefully you're not suspending all belief. So, go, go no, on. sorry.
1: So we, so that kind of information at the moment is being reproduced by pretty much every single mainstream broadcaster and content delivery platform uh, in mm-hmm. in the world. And if there's a, you know, we know that, for example, that the broadcasters here locally. In Singapore, there's a team of, of 20 doing that job at one of them. There's another team of 20 doing it down the road at the other one. And the inefficiency of of that is, well, you can you can sense that when when we can import this data, which is one unified set of standard specifications, which has been backed by the major four Hollywood studios, Google Play, Amazon uh, Prime the Netflix, Apple, et cetera, when it's got that backing behind us and we can bring that over here, again, it unifies the Singapore content community with these standards and again, joins everybody up. So it is good news for local
0: content producers, not necessarily the big networks or network as the case may be, (laughs) but... Um, for everyone, independent filmmakers, aspiring filmmakers, TV content, creators, everyone. Absolutely. And what do they have to do to get in on this action?
1: Well, I mean, they do have to give us a little bit of time. We're building at the moment. So okay. um, we are at a, a relatively early stage of, of, of well, very early stage at the, at the infancy of the business right now. But um, uh, a huge amount of endorsement from really senior people within the industry. So we know we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for someone who has maybe produced, you know, m- maybe just one short form piece of video content, we're only talking really video content. We're not talking about editorial or editorial. Or, uh, or oral content like we, we are here today. Okay. Um. Well, they may be further down the line thinking about it. Anyway. Well, um, there's got
0: to be a place for people with a face for radio.
1: That's what I was always told when I was growing up. <laughs> I thank my mother for that. Um, anyway, the um, uh, all they need to do for now really is to sit tight and maybe they can have a look at the website, mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be starting to accept uh, early registrations very soon. Um, but essentially, you know, once we're live and operational, uh, a content owner or a distributor that's working on behalf of that. Content owner, uh, a middleman, should we say? They they're able to register for free. They're able to list their content for free. Um, they're able to tap into this metadata, which we're going to be uh, hosting on the website, essentially hosting it on the blockchain. So there's one version of the truth for everybody to tap into, mm-hmm. um, or they create their own metadata and that overwrites anything that's been crowdsourced through the, com- the viewer community that we're going to be kickstarting. Um, and then they can promote their content on the platform. They can a bit like pushing your uh, your business up the search rankings on on a Google, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, then it's it's up to you know us from our side. We'll be pushing the buy side, the the people who want to buy and acquire that content. We'll be pushing them to equally come in from the other side, register for free, and start to. Search, discover the content, uh, and then they'll go then buyer and seller will go into their conversations and negotiate.
0: Well, I, I hope that you get up and running soon because we do speak to, in fact, we will be speaking to um, filmmakers soon in in coming weeks, and we speak to artists all the time, mm. actresses, et cetera, et cetera, and little independent houses. and we hope that they're listening. And if they miss it, they'll hear it on podcast, I hope. Okay, you are the CEO of this brand new company.
1: CEO. COO. I don't want to take it away from the CEO, but uh, yeah, myself and a gentleman. What's gentle a letter reporter, between Ian. friends. There you go. We're, we're actually, and we are pretty, you know, we don't really care. It's just a name. And right. so Ian and I are co founders, and uh, from the technical side, Chris. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you said you are not um, the technical guy. You've, you've made that no. very clear. So what are you? Are you the brainchild guy? Are you the put the money together guy?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, in startup, every, every, all the hands go to the pump. But mm-hmm. um, so uh, the other one of the other aspects of the marketplace is we're bringing the brands to the table, mm-hmm. sponsors effectively for um, for content that will be listed on there. Um, or they w- might come in as a, as a Funder of a concept that hasn't seen the light of day yet, but it needs funding. Whether that comes from a brand or a film fund or uh, the man or woman on the street, mm. a, a fractional piece of funding. So I, um, over the last year and a half, I developed that marketplace, took it to market uh, last year, um, and I've since paused that. But essentially, you know, most of the IP of that is then coming now and, and merging under Vula alongside the content right, content rights marketplace, so that. Um, again, a uh, you know a buyer. Once they bought the content, they can instantly then monetize it in the form of sponsorship in another parallel module of the platform. So that's something that I I brought to the table. Um, yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm someone who loves monetizing things, uh, whether that's just you know just good old fashioned selling or whether it's uh, getting more from uh, an existing asset. Uh, and I also like the you know the the, the thrill of uh, chasing down the investment as well, so I uh, brought quite a lot of the seed money to the table in the seed round, which was fantastic and surpassed our expectations. And now we're into this stage where we're we're looking for the bigger investment blocks uh, that come before we do the public crowd sale of our token, which will be uh, current forecasts depending on what the markets do early May.
0: Okay, well then you need to come back and talk to one of our business shows about this and how you're getting on and everything, but we want to get to know very quickly Ben Flint. Do you play golf? Do you play tennis? Do you (laughs) swim? Do you sail? What do you do when you're not making money or acquiring it (laughs) Uh, for your business yeah
1: we'll be making money soon on the platform we we hope Um, the uh, what do I do okay I mean I I come from a sports background Um, my uh, dearly departed mother was a um, international sportswoman. she was captain of England for cricket not a big sport here but um, uh, there you go so I'm sorry
0: I didn't realise women Mm. played cricket so that's
1: mum would be so upset with you but at least I've converted you perhaps now (laughs) Um, and uh, like you i I enjoy a game of golf mm-hmm. i uh, I have a small investment in a in a virtual golf bar in the center of town in, um, just at the bottom of capital tower mm-hmm. uh, so I put my money where my passion is there when it comes to golf i 'm um, a trail runner um, I hate running on tarmac so for a bit of fun um, uh, last year, for example uh, I worked with the Google Street View guys so usually you see the cars going around with a big bug-eyed 16 lens thing on the top of the car. Right. We we strapped those on our on a backpack and we walked the jungle trails of Singapore through the catchment area Bukit Timah MacRitchie Chestnut trail etc um to map the trails of Singapore so that Anyone else who wants to see what it's like and wants to go down a trail, they've got a navigation guide and they've got a visual guide. So that's kind of you know taking, again, a passion into technology and knowing what could be done with that. So that's kind of me. I'm a, I'm a dad of two, so I'm always charging around after them. Uh, one of them. I can so relate, although I stopped <laughs> charging after mine a yeah. long time ago.
0: I'm, In fact, I'm at the stage. Will you please get out of the house? Yes,
1: we've been. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of logistics over the last 48 hours with them all over the place, and they're very active, two young boys, and great fun, and love their sport, and. Uh, but boy, they're hard work.
0: <laughs> they are hard work. Um, the, it gets better. It does. My, when? When? <laughs> uh, when they go away to university. OK, so I've got about six, seven years. OK, all right. Well, then you need to make the money to pay for university. True. There, True. There's, it's never ending. My boys are in their 20s and I don't chase after them anymore. I, I'm trying to chase them out. But uh, chasing the money to pay for them to get out is,
1: is quite the challenge. There we go. We'll just, maybe we we'll just bring them into the new family business.
0: What would that mean?
1: <laughs> Vula, of course. Oh, of course. What <laughs> yeah. was I
0: thinking? Yeah. Yes, Vula. It is actually a very interesting thing that you're doing here. Um, mm. Again, I am not a movie person. I come from the music industry. Mm. So this sounds very interesting. And maybe you want to expand that at some point to, to look at how you can make money out of the music industry. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another time. Mm. Ben Flint, COO of Vula which you can go check out at Vula V-U-U-L-R dot com Thank you so much for coming and talking to Thank us you. on Money FM 89.3